back. And please help me welcome back my guest who's been on here before, way back when, when I uh, was originally starting this channel up, Pete Connolly from Fresh Meat 2. What's going on, Pete? How you doing, Mike? Good to be back. <laughs> yeah, people were more than pleased to uh, see when I got you on here. They were, because uh, they haven't seen you for quite some time, right? Like, so when I uh, brought you back into the fold, they were like, where did this come from? So. Yeah, I, I'm frankly shocked that anybody even cared. Um, <laughs> that anybody even still knows who I am, but I, I'll take that as a compliment. So thank you. Yeah, that was kind of. Uh, our thing when uh, I first dropped, it was kind of like what got my foot in the door. So then people from there were starting to speculate if uh, there was any potential that you were going to get called for this season now getting put back into the spotlight. Um, I mean, I wish so, but none of that, right? Uh, no, not, not, uh, not this season. Um, I mean, I, I, I would, if they called me, um, I, I would consider doing one more. Um, like we had talked about. I mean, I, I think uh, I think now it's kind of more along the lines of like an athletic competition instead of just like straight up partying in a house, which, you know, I, I think that's probably more mature at this point for, for where I'm at in my life. But you never know, man. If, if, they, uh, if they call me, I would pick up the phone. We'll put it that way. Yeah, I'd say that these uh, themes kind of cater to your strengths a little bit, though. I mean, we touched base on kind of uh, what you've been up to, which was the military. And now, basically, now it seems like the last few seasons is what they're targeting now is kind of like these war spy type themes with like all these explosions and such. And I know that's right up your alley. How do you feel like you'd fare now with uh, these formats? Uh, I, I think, you know, so first off, it, it's it's amazing what they've done with the show. Um I, I do like the the themes that they've been putting out recently. Uh, you know, I I'm, I love I loved the military. I loved what I did in the military. Um, a lot of it, a lot of what they do on the show is it seems to be based on a lot of the training and, and operations that we used to run. So I bet it, you know if I had time to to train up for it, I think I'd probably do pretty well considering I've done most of that stuff in in real life. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I think I uh, I think I'd hold my own. I I don't want to, I don't want to I, I don't want to say that I do well, but I I think I'd I think I'd hold my own. I mean, they got Olympic athletes on this now. I'm not an Olympic athlete, you know. <laughs> well, I think the uh, only Olympian was on the girls' side. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, yeah. Yeah, that's true. What you, yeah, what what you just alluded to though, they got um all these new people from like, they got an America's Got Talent singer they brought in. They brought someone from a, uh, a Netflix series. They got a uh, division one athletes. So pretty, uh, I think that pretty much the demographic that they're targeting now is kind of to try and turn this into somewhat of a sport. I'd say. Yes, I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah. So, but um, like we talked about a few moments ago, the show is almost like unrecognizable now from Fresh Me Too, which was obviously 10 years ago. So things are going to change. But if you were to like turn on the TV right now and watch Fresh Me Too and then like flip the channel and then see this, I feel like consensus wise, I think most people would think it's a different show, you know? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Like I told you, um, I have not watched a full episode of the challenge since I was on it. So I watched, you know, the first episode of this season, the second episode, and to your point, it's 
completely different uh, from from what we did on Fresh Meat too. Uh, I think, you know, back then they it was more real world oriented, and they really focused on you know us partying in the house and the relationships and the drama, versus today where you know they got a full blown gym in these houses now. People are working out, they're staying in shape, like. From what I've seen so far, there's not a whole bunch of partying and drama centered around that. Most of it's around, you know, the politics of the game and the backstabbing and all that. But I, I mean, it, it's it's definitely evolved. Um, it's a completely different game. All different types of people now. I mean, they like you said, they've pulled they've pulled cast members from all over. Um, I guess TV, for lack of a, a better term, but. Yeah, it's it's very different from the experience that I had. Yeah, and they actually uh, brought back into the fold one of your fellow fresh meters. Teresa came back after, uh, I think it was six years that she's been off the show, which is kind of cool. A lot of people were uh, stoked to see that in 2020, we're still getting some uh, fresh V2 rep- representation. What do you think about that? I love it. Um, you know, I, I, Teresa was awesome. Um, we got along really well on Fresh Meat, uh, Fresh Meat 2, and we actually hung out in New York, um, with Ryan and Paul, like a whole bunch of us went to New York for like a week or two and partied. So that was the last time I saw her in person. Um, but I'm glad that she's doing it. It's, it's awesome, uh, to see her out there. Obviously she hasn't had a ton of screen time the last, uh, two episodes. And then my man Darrell uh i saw him back on there and the last time i saw him was when i sent him home um (laughs) after that elimination after the entire house voted me in against him uh and i was sure i was like i'm i'm not i'm gonna get sent home i'm like this dude's never lost uh this dude's never lost an elimination before he's like you know the challenge champion and they stuck me and Jill in against him and cara maria who's uh, like now the the staple challenge girl um but we ended up sending him home but he is that dude is the real deal like Darrell is a legit athlete that guy's a boxer he's super funny like I wish I had gotten to spend more time with him um because I feel like we would have gotten along really well but you know the the cards fell where they did (laughs) I'm glad you pointed it out about him being funny because he's had some like pretty spot-on confessionals the first two episodes (laughs) yeah yeah he's uh I, I'll be interested to see how the rest of this this season plays out, um, because he, like I said, he uh, he's a competitor. Right, and um, so I want to now kind of dive in, into this format now because when I talked about this last week, um, I want to know who would you have chosen if uh, you were on the season and you were picking a partner out of those girls? Because I feel like. Um, Although you haven't seen her in a while, I feel like the fresh meat kind of uh, lingo, uh, you and Teresa would have uh, linked up, I feel like, right? You know, I, I, um, I, I may have picked her. I mean, obviously, it depends on – there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into it, man. I mean, when they do that, it's like, hey, pick a partner, and you're scrambling around, scrambling around trying to find somebody. You know, I, I don't know most of the other people on that show. I do know Wes. Um, I'll be honest with you. I, I think – just from what I know, Natalie is, uh, she's pretty legit. Um, and I do know in these, a lot of these challenges, like you want, 
you want a partner that's going to be able to, to hold her own. Um, and I, I learned that when I partnered up with Jill and ended up having to carry the majority of the weight in those eliminations. But, you know, it's, it is what it is, man. You, you can't stick a 40 pound backpack on like a hundred pound girl. It's just not gonna, it's most women aren't going to be able to do that. So you probably want somebody that's in, you know, a little bit more, a little bit better shape, um, a good athlete. I mean, obviously, I think her name's, is it JoJo, the former Olympian? Lolo. Lolo, Lolo yeah, yeah, Lolo. Um, and I obviously would have researched all these people ahead of time before going on the show to figure out who they were. But I do agree with you. There's a probably a pretty good chance that, like, Therese and I possibly would have just, like, paired up together because we were both on Fresh Meat, too. Um and seeing what happened. But I mean, you know how the show is, dude, the, pe- the, the partnerships are like changing every week. So who knows what would have happened. Yeah. I just, I thought about this too. Um, before we were obviously doing this, could you imagine if like when you were on fresh me too, if like that was the same criteria with uh, picking your partners, if they didn't show the uh, vets, the stats, and then we're just like freely, we're like, Oh, go stand next to a fresh meat person. Like that would have been insane. I mean, I'll be honest with you, dude. Those stats were, were, uh, they didn't mean anything. Like most of the stats, the way they measured them weren't even right. Like I remember looking at them and they had us like jumping up to, to like test how high we could jump. And some of these scores were like three feet, four feet, dude. If I could jump four feet in the air, I would be in the NBA. I wouldn't be a banker. Like I wouldn't (laughs) be on MTV, you know? So those stats, I mean, it was a good idea, like the combine, but when it came down to it, I'm pretty sure I was like last in most of those stats, but I was also the only rookie guy that made it to the finals and, and won any money. So like, I I don't, I don't think those stats meant anything. Um, And I don't necessarily know if like the veterans like really were looking at that all that much. Um, But it would have been interesting if it was just a free for all, like, all right, go pick your partner, figure it out. Um, I have a feeling it probably would have been based on, like physical aspects and looks um that's you know <laughs> that, that's probably what's <laughs> happening yeah well uh, let's now dive into this episode now so it started off where episode one left off which was um the elimination had unfolded and uh, natalie had the choice to um either keep west as her partner or um switch up and choose one of the people that was standing up on the uh kind of stage or choose ct um mm-hmm. i i call this last week i kind of figured she would stay with west she kind of her personality like struck me as someone that's if i'm gonna start something i'll finishing it so i wasn't shocked that she stayed with west do you think uh she made the right decision though no i i 100 think she made the right decision um knowing west the way i do i think she that that was that was the smart thing to do um, I think in terms of intelligence, maturity, like just all around, um, ability, especially when it comes to these challenges, I don't really think you're going to find somebody that's better at it than Wes. Um, and I think if she had chosen to switch, you know, he may have taken that as kind of like a slap in the face. Um, and she may have made herself an enemy of somebody who potentially carries a lot of weight. Um, which we saw in this episode. I mean, the way that he played that whole house was masterful. Um, 
that's what he does, man. I mean, he's a successful businessman outside of these shows. Like Wes is, he's a CEO that that's what he does, right? He runs businesses, he builds them up and he's done exceedingly well at it. I feel like this challenge thing, it's like a secondary source of income and something fun for him to do because he's good at it. Um, but that's not, it's not, um, it's not his primary thing. Like it is for a lot of these other people. I mean, in my opinion, his strengths lie in the business world. Um, and he takes that and utilizes it in these challenges. So I think she made the right choice sticking with him. I agree, because um, if you look on paper and you go down like the list of these teams, and I pointed this out also last week as well, on paper speaking, um, in terms of like a challenge all around, just like, what it takes to win Natalie and uh, Wes I'd say are probably the best team on paper in terms of Mm -hmm. like the grand you know picture so if they make it to a final I can't really see um, who would be the favorites over them to beat them so I think in the larger picture she made the right decision now we're gonna basically see how this unfolds now going forward with um politics because and i'll get into this in a few moments wes is pretty much public enemy number one now in the challenge yeah yeah he he is and i mean why wouldn't he be right the dude's won pretty much everything he's been on so everyone's gonna target him and get him out you know first but he's managed from what i've seen so far to turn that around um so i mean if you're talking about in terms of like physical prowess, because these finals, just knowing what I know, I mean, they're like long endurance, typically long endurance related events. Um, And remember, it doesn't matter who you're partnered with because only one of those people ends up with one of those, whatever, the golden skull or whatever the hell it is. Um, So Wes might, Wes might get one and his partner might, not get one. So it doesn't really matter. It's just about how you get to the end. Um, I will say Lolo and then who's that big dude from like the ultimate Nom. Nom. Yeah. I mean, that dude, like I haven't seen him compete, but based off of what that show is, because I looked it up, it looks a lot like, like, you know, American Ninja Warrior. And hanging. I mean, he's a big dude. Like I would assume that he's a probably a pretty good athlete, but you got to remember just because these folks are partnered up does not mean that they're going to the finals together. Actually, most likely they're not going to be in the finals together. It's going to be one out of the two of them. Mm, So it doesn't matter. It it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Um, And that's another thing that blows my mind. Who's that guy? Fessy is that's his name, right? The double, the double agent. I mean, yeah. after watching this, man, like, are you serious, dude? Like, you should have, you probably should have gone in there and, and beaten up on that dude and gotten yourself a skull because it guarantees you a spot in the final and then you can coast the rest of the time. You ain't going to worry about the politics and all that stuff because you've secured your spot. You've, you've secured your spot in the finals. So, in my opinion, I'd want to get down there as soon as possible so I could take that weight off my shoulders. And not not for nothing, too. And um, obviously, like, no knock on him at all. Like, I have an admiration for, um, you know, athletes because I've played contact sports. And you can relate to it. You played hockey. I played contact sports most of my life. So I have an admiration for people who 
come from an athletic background. So I'm more than welcome to see Fessy on this show. But what annoyed me was that last week when he explained why he wasn't going down there, he told TJ there's no ring middle of the sand and then this week there's clearly nothing around this like there's nothing there you, you clearly see it's sand there's a oh, ring yeah. in the middle like and for all intents and purposes literally fessy would have obviously defeated joseph like i think everyone watching knows that fessy would have won but why talk about it and just like do it you know what i'm saying like that's he's been, my thing yeah dude He's been talking a lot, but he's, (laughs) and I don't know. I just feel like everybody's uh, been playing a scared game and just like afraid of him. And uh, I I know what he's capable of, but I wish he would show us it. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. And listen, I I don't know the guy. Uh, I've never met him. I've never seen him compete in anything. So I can't speak to his athletic ability. I can just tell you, like, from my point of view, um, I'm used to being around guys in the military that they say what they mean and, and they do what they say, you know what I mean? Like, so if you say that you're going to go down there and, and, and do some shit, like you should go down there and, and do it. And I mean, the second I saw that, where it was like that, this, it was a circle with a ring in the middle and those three posts. I'm like, these, this is going to be a heads up challenge. You're just going to, they're just going to be bashing on each other. Um, but props to that guy. Um, what's his name with the tattoos that went up against Joseph? Kyle. Kyle, dude. Props for him on going in there and just beating up on that guy. Like, and I mean, he left it all out, dude. When you're throwing up after an event like that, like you put out, and I know how hard that is, like fighting somebody for an extended period of time. I mean, props to him. And he basically just gave the finger to everybody in the house. And he's like, I'm done, man. Like, come and get me, you know? And I I think he earned a a lot of credit for that. And, um, again, I've never met the guy, but I I like him. Um, I will say I think he kind of got, you know, he he got exposed from the double agent where he lied to to Fessy and them saying he was going to vote one way and, Nobody in the house realizes right now that they can see which way people are voting. Um, but I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see what happens. If I was that, if I was in Fessy's shoes, I would have taken the opportunity to go down there and get myself, guarantee myself a spot in the finals because they've had two chances now. Um, and he, he, you don't know if they're going to get another opportunity to get one of those. Right. Um, he, for, you know, all things considered, like things that cater to his strength, I'd say would be like a headbanger. And uh, that's potentially one, one opportunity less that um, he'll get an elimination like that. Cause say if he's in a power position again, and then he sees a puzzle down there, like uh, he's not too good with those. So what's he going to do then? Say if he's going up against like uh, some mathlete or something, <laughs> like he's not going to um, take out Wes or someone in a puzzle. So, uh, you know? Yeah, I, I, I mean, again, I, I have no idea. Um, I don't know what his strengths or weaknesses are. My guess is the next elimination, just the way these things go, it's probably going to be another female elimination. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't know how long they're filming these for now. I mean, because when I did it, they filmed it for six weeks. 
So I don't know how often they're doing challenges and eliminations, but they're getting rid of people very, very slowly. Um, so I don't know if all of a sudden it's going to change and the next elimination is going to be, you know, two people go home. Um, and then the two people left, will we get paired up? Um, it's just, it's an interesting concept that, you know, the whole, I mean, it's, it's kind of corny with the whole spy thing. Um, but you know, it, it's, it's cool. I mean, they, they, they definitely have spent some more money on special effects. I think they put some more thought into the challenges, but for the most part, it's all the same theme, you know, like there's only so many different ways you can come up with these, these challenges and eliminations that hasn't been done before. Right. And uh, we, we talked about it a little bit, but what, what's your uh, overall thoughts on uh, this twist about having to go in and uh, earn your skull in order to qualify for a final? Dude, I think it's awesome. Um, I mean, personally, right. I got sent into two eliminations and by the time we got to, I want to say there was like five or six teams left in the house, at least on Fresh Me Too, we had discussions where it was like, yo, you shouldn't be in a final unless you've won an elimination. Um, that was our, that was kind of like the consensus in the house. Um, and, and I think now that they're forcing people to prove themselves before they end up in a final, that to me takes a lot of the politics out of the game where there were some people who they, they would basically talk themselves to the end, right? They would never go into elimination. They let all the other people do their dirty work for them, but they'd never set foot and put their own neck on the line. Now, like you gotta, you have to, you have to get in there and put out and there's only so long that you have, to earn one of those spots. So I think it's amazing. And, and I think it should be like that the whole time um, because it kind of moves the focus from the political aspect to, all right, can you compete? Are you an athlete? Because let's be honest, like there are some people on the current cast. And again, I don't know a lot of them, but I imagine it would be really, really tough for some of them to run a mile let alone 15 miles. Um, you know, it's just, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's now uh, dive into this daily challenge now, which um, was, and I completely forget the name because they've been uh, going with some pretty big names for uh, their eliminations and challenges. So um, I don't, kind of hard to pay attention, but the basis of the challenge was to dive into some cold water and um, retrieve, what was it, an ice block? And then you had to uh, break it open. And um, yeah. I forget what they were called, but you had to place it in uh, one the, of the, the other kill, teams, um, Like a, a kill switch or whatever? Kill switch, there you yeah. go. And yeah. um, three strikes and uh, they're done. What, what did you think of this uh, challenge? Well, actually, let me preface that. Sure. Did you think this challenge was better and maybe less anticlimactic than the one we saw last week? Um, I do think it was less anticlimactic. Um, at the same time, I know how, how hard it is to jump into freezing cold water because they had us do it in Vancouver, and they did not give us full wetsuits like they gave these cast members. Um, and when you jump into that, your body locks up and you can't breathe. So... 
I thought it was a cool challenge. I mean, the physical aspect of it, like swimming out to that boat and grabbing the ice block and then chipping it away with those stupid little hammers. Um, but what ended up happening was it didn't matter how fast you got out to the boat and how fast you cracked open the, the so-called kill switch because people, it was, it was almost like it was already prearranged. Like, all right, we're just going to let Fessy and Anissa you know, do our dirty work. So they were just kind of standing there, like orchestrating everything. And it kind of took the like pop out of it, in my opinion, you know? Um, and again, this is where the politics come into play. Like it didn't really matter how fast you got out to that boat and back. Right. It, it didn't matter because you weren't going to get anything out of that other than being able to put your kill switch in someone else's like area or whatever it is. It didn't matter. Um, it took that completely out of play and then ultimately you end up with a bunch of people milling around saying like, hurry up and just, you know, pick somebody already. Let's finish this. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I will say, um, I don't know who that little dude is that like locked up out there and <laughs> I don't know his name or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, that was, that was props on Wes for going out there and like rescuing that dude. Everyone else was kind of like, figuring out what was going on with the game and like he's out there rescuing some dude um but like then it locked up and like drowning because he doesn't know how to swim and he's like freezing to death but i don't know man it, it we'll see i i didn't i mean it wasn't one of my favorite challenges but i i you know respect to them because i do know how hard it is to swim in that cold ass water agree yeah um they did you what did you think of everybody kind of played like a little bit of a at least what I would call um, like a scared game. It kind of feels like they were just letting uh, Anissa and Fessy win. Now, granted, obviously there's a uh, social and uh, political aspect to it. There's clearly a pretty big alliance that consists of like more so the big brother kids. Um, so I could see like where they were coming from with uh, kind of letting them skate by, but we didn't really see a whole lot of them like strategizing and saying like, let's let them win. I don't know if that was the plan or that's just how the cards fell, but um, I think that took away from the challenge a little bit though. No, no, I, I agree with you. I think it did too. And I don't know what, I don't know what was said behind the scenes, but it, it's clear that there was some sort of deal made. Um, otherwise, you know, there, there, somebody would have been going after them, but yeah, I don't know. And I, I didn't realize all those folks were from big brother either. Um, with that being said, you know, moving past that challenge into like the the politics of the house, I thought it was kind of funny how Wes went over and was like, "Give me a job, man. I'll be your janitor, or I'll be your CEO. You know, just give me a job." And then what ended up happening was he basically convinced the whole house right to vote that kid Joseph in, and and then. Wouldn't like, but by doing that, the rest of the like Fessy and Anissa, I guess, didn't want to be seen as like a tool of the house, so they did their own thing, which saved Wes from going into elimination. And I think it just completely tore up that whole alliance. Um, and it was brilliant maneuvering, but I think that kid Joseph, um, I think he bit off more than he could chew. Um, but again, I don't know the dude. I just looking at him, I, I wouldn't, I don't think he would have beaten Wes in a one-on-one. -on -one. Um, 
but you know who knows. <laughs> what, what do you think of everybody kind of pouncing on West now um, for the second week in a row? And because uh, everybody from the bat targeted him, um, and I feel like if you were in the fold, uh, you'd be another number for him. Do you think so? Do you think uh, you'd lean towards working with him against these uh, new cats that they have? Oh, dude, I, I mean. I would tell you right now, on the surface, we'd probably pretend to hate each other, but I would be working with him 100%. Like, 100%. I would have his back. Um, because I know that, like, I kind of felt that when I was in Fresh Meat, too. Every single time, everybody tried to vote me and Jill in because they were using us as a tool to get rid of other people. You know what I mean? Um, so I get it. Like, I... and eventually you get to a point where you're like, all right, well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to have to prove myself, you know, physically, um, and take it from there. But no, I, I think, uh, I think if I was on that show, you, um, you would see me working, you would most likely see me working with him, uh, <laughs> behind the scenes, put it that way. <laughs> yeah. That'd be like an interesting plot line. Say if like, uh, say if you and Teresa were paired up, right you guys wouldn't be like a major because right now she's already playing like a middle ground we don't really see she's kind of just like fading in the back right now so like she's not in the focal point of an alliance per se but she's mm -hmm. also not on the chopping block either so if you and her were together i feel like and if you were able to keep a maybe hidden alliance with wes under wraps you guys would be able to fly under the radar um, at least to like midpoint, and I'd say before um, really being able to strike and make a move with like Wes, you know. A hundred percent, man. It's called it's it's called being the gray man. Um, <laughs> that's uh, seriously, that's what it is. It, it works in a lot of uh, select like military selection pipelines. Um, <laughs> and it's it's funny. Like you don't want to be the guy in the front because you don't want attention, but you don't want to be the guy in the back because you don't want the instructor's attention. So you try to be the gray man right? Where you're just in the middle, nobody's paying attention to you, they're not smoking you, and eventually you find yourself and you've made it through, you know, and, and a lot of people don't. So yes, I, I think that would be my, uh, that would be my intention. That was my intention on Fresh Meat too. Obviously, it didn't work out that way because I got voted in the first day. Um, but yeah, I think you, you, if you can play the gray man and, and let everybody else like, you know, pick each other off and then eventually you look around and you're like oh man I can't believe this dude's still here like I don't even know him like there was dudes that I went through like basic training with in selection and like two years later be like oh man I mean really man I can't believe you're still here like I, I didn't even know you um but no I, I think uh I think that that that's a probability you know but again it's like all of this stuff is theoretical who knows what would have happened Right. What What do you think about some of these new guys, though? Like, is there anyone that maybe from the new people that you didn't know before this that uh, maybe you were like, oh, like they kind of gained my respect. And maybe was there anybody that kind of like rubbed you the wrong way in the sense of like you didn't really like how they play the game? Um, Ty, his name's Tyler, right? That just won this recent one. Kyle. 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 Uh, that dude earned my respect big time. Um, I think going in unprepared, like completely blindsided against that dude, Joseph, uh, in that last elimination, 
he earned he in my he earned a lot of respect in my opinion. Um, I mean, when you're throwing up after a physical event, like you left it all out there on the field, and that dude, that dude did. Um, and I think he earned himself a lot of credit. He's he's already earned himself a spot in the finals. I originally wouldn't have pegged him as like a, you know, a, a, a an awesome athlete or or I don't know. I, like I don't know the guy. I just know from what I've seen on TV. Um, but no, he, he, he earned my respect in that elimination. Um, in terms of rubbing me the wrong way, I, I don't, I don't really, I don't know. Like nobody's done anything particular where I'm like, oh man, that was real shady. Um, so I, I can't really speak to that, but no, that, that, that dude, Kyle definitely earned my respect. Yeah, he's he's hilarious too, too. Um, yeah, you know, he's a funny guy. Laugh. <laughs> it made me laugh when uh, you know the guy he uh, the Josh guy that he stole um his partner when uh, the Josh guy yelled down to him was like, and I was rooting for you, and then he yelled back up, he's like, yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's telling his partner to come over. That made me laugh. So yeah, oh, I awesome, definitely dude. think that. Uh, <laughs> He, uh, yeah, he's definitely, uh, grown on me. Like, I was just kind of, like, neutral with him. Like, I didn't dislike him, but I, he wasn't maybe one of the guys that I was like, uh, oh, like, I want to see him win. But, like, he's definitely, uh, uh, grown on me after this episode. I really like the guys that aren't, um, not go against the grain, per se, but, like, aren't in that, like, uh, cool group to where, like, you know, like, they're kind of the outsiders. Those are kind of, like, the cast members that I like, you know? Yeah, and who is the guy? Um, is his name Devin? Yeah, that I. So I, I've never seen him before. I like that guy a lot. I don't know what it is about him, but I feel like I get along with him really well. And I, I, I got a kick out of it when he was on the couch talking to Kyle, and he's like, "Bro, I don't understand a word of what my partner is saying to me." She and oh god, what did he say? It was something along the lines of like, she's, she's like a, a really a very athletic fit. infant, a very yeah yeah yeah, a yeah very fit infant. And I was just like, my wife and I were just laughing hysterically, like, oh my god, but that guy seems like a normal dude, you know? He's just like, I feel like I get along really well with him, and I I think that um, this next episode it'll be interesting because he seems to have, you know, something a, a tight tight alliance or or friendship with Kyle so we'll see where that goes yeah him and Wes are actually very close um he was at uh Wes's wedding a few years ago so oh really I didn't even know that yeah because but they they kind of play like uh similar games because um they're very much calculated uh socially and politically like actually Devin kind of learned from Wes because okay uh, Devin's first show that he did was actually because um, Wes took like a three-year gap uh, a couple years ago. So Wes's last show before taking that little break was Devin's first. So like Devin kind of in more or less in a way like bridged the gap of like us missing Wes but not missing Wes because he kind of filled that uh, cast member like void that Wes left. And now with them, this is actually their first show back together since uh oh okay west so they, i mean yeah. there, there's another thing right man you have no idea you because because here's the thing those cameras are rolling 24 7 and the editor the, the producers and the editors can do whatever they want with it 
So you have no idea what conversations are going on behind the scenes. So for all we know, Wes and Devin have some grand master plan behind the scenes or CT and Wes do. I mean, you have no idea um, what's actually going on because the producers and editors make, you know, they, they, they portray the show in a way that they think is going to be most interesting to the targeted audience. So it, you know, again, you don't know what's actually being said and what's going on behind the scenes or what alliances and deals have been made. Cause there was plenty of that that went on on my show and none of it ended up making it, you know, onto actual, the, onto the screen. Right. Uh, now what I want to kind of dive into is, um, kind of Joseph trying to make these uh, big waves in the uh, nomination and calling out Wes. What did you think of Joseph kind of uh, picking his shot? Honestly, and on surface, it seems stupid, but after rewatching Joseph, I feel like knew he wasn't like, or had very little shot in the grand picture of winning, but why not like take a swing for the King early, you know? Cause if you win right then and there, I mean, from like, a casting standpoint, if you take out Wes on episode two, you've pretty much earned yourself another callback, right? So, yeah, more, yeah, I'd say on his part, why not, you know? Because I don't necessarily feel like he would have been kept too much longer after that, regardless, you know? Yeah, I, um, so, let me unpack that. So here's here's what I think. I think in terms of Joseph being a rookie, in my opinion, it doesn't matter if you're a rookie or not, dude. Like, it, I was a rookie. It didn't matter. Um, I can't stand when, like, the veteran, dude, like, this isn't – you're not, like, combat. You're not, like, a, a grizzled war veteran, dude. This is a TV show. It doesn't matter, like, whether you've done one or 20. Okay, that's great. So props on him for stepping up. Um I think I I'll have to, I have to disagree with you. I think he legitimately thought he could win. Um, just watching him like bounce around and like the intensity in his eyes, like I I think he may have thought he was maybe tougher than he was because you could tell after he lost, he got real humble and he was like, man, I guess you know I just have to you know I gotta I guess I gotta get a little better before uh you know come back to face these guys. Whatever he said, which is completely different. Um, but I agree with you. I think if if he had gone and they had put him up against Wes, um, I don't think he would have won. Maybe he would have, and that would have gotten him a ton of street cred. But, uh, I mean, good on him for taking a shot, but you missed. Um, you didn't get what you wanted, and you got sent home. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe he's got better luck, better luck next time. Um, but what, what is he from anyways? Like, he's from America's Got Talent. Yeah, he was a singer on America's Got Talent. Like, um the funny part about it is I've actually had him on my show before. He's been on like a, he uh, came on for a little preseason chat to kind of oh, like nice. give uh, the view. Yeah. So he uh, kind of gave the viewers a little bit of like what to expect kind of thing. So uh, we spent a little bit of time talking about um, his past show, which was America's Got Talent. And like his big thing was like, he got the golden buzzer, which is kind of like a new thing that they do when you get like a, the, the judges use, use that as kind of like their pass to get you into like the next round essentially so okay. i think he made he made it to like the quarterfinals of like america's got talent so yeah that's where he came from good for him man i mean hey i i, I can't sing i've never been on that show um so props to him um I, like maybe maybe he he's got to work on 
you know, he work out a little more and maybe they'll call him back and he can get another shot at it. I mean, listen, it, it happens all the time, right? People get sent home their first, second episode. Look at Cara Maria, right? She got sent home like the first day we were in that house and but she's been on Johnny how many Bananas. challenges. Yeah. Johnny Bananas, his first challenge he did, he went home episode one and now uh, he's won seven times and now he's... Yeah. Uh, you know, you never know, man. He, that kid could come back and completely crush it. Uh, you have no idea. Um, it, 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 you know, it, there's a component of luck to all this stuff too, right? Because um, he, t- take it this way, he wins. Now the dude's got a, now he's guaranteed a spot in the finals. And this is what I don't understand about the show is, um, once you have one of those, like, do you really need to play the game anymore? Because I wouldn't be doing challenges. I'm, I'm not going to get myself hurt. I'm just going to kind of hang out. And frankly, like, you know, your partner's not necessarily guaranteed your partner for this whole thing because they can, you know, it could be stolen and the, the infiltration and all the weird, you know, all the other weird stuff that they do. So I don't know. If I were these guys, man, I would be itching to get into elimination, um, especially if I was in a position of power. I'd be like, listen, if I knew the house was sending somebody in that I thought I could beat, I'd be like, send my, I want to go in, right? Because there's only so many chances that you've got. So I'm, I'm surprised more people aren't trying to get in to win one of those. And it, it's funny because I can tell TJ, it seems like he's getting slightly frustrated. Like, dude, are you guys serious right now? Like, there's only 10 spots in the final. Why are you not trying to get one of them? Like, he's, he's almost like, like telling, like, you need to do this now because you're not going to get many other opportunities to do it. Mm. Yeah, they, they actually debuted this twist last season, but it was unlimited scope, right? So the competition aspect of, like, the daily challenges became, like, ridiculous, dude. By the end of the season, you had people throwing daily challenges, like, I want to go in, like, throw me in, like, and um, it got really boring and stale towards the end. So I really like that they limited the amount of skulls you have now. But to kind of uh, um, answer, like, what you were saying before about um, once you get your skull, like, yeah, the way it works is you can still get thrown in again, even if you have your skull, which is kind of dumb. But, like, people have done it. Like, one, the guy who's partnered up with uh, Teresa actually got – he already got two skulls in a row. Last, like, the first two eliminations of last season, he went mm-hmm. in the first one got his skull but i guess they pegged him as like the layup guy that was going to be easy to beat so they threw him in two more times after that before he finally lost so and they took it away from him yeah like he won him got hit. yeah oh okay okay i mean i got it yeah okay yeah. i got you i got you but you still need one to get to the final so even if you make it to the end and you don't have one you What'd you do? You just spent a whole bunch of time in the house for nothing. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, some of these people, I'm sure, are getting paid by the week. Um, you know, and the veterans are getting a, a check for the – it doesn't matter whether they get sent home day one or, or the last day. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't – I mean, seriously, that's how it works. Like, I know when I was on, I think we got paid, like, like 1500 bucks a week for however long you were there. And then your second season, it was like 2500 bucks a week. And I'm sure Buna Murray and MTV won't be thrilled that I'm telling you this. Um, and then I think <laughs> the veterans, I think after your third season, you were guaranteed like 15000 whether you got sent home day one or, or you know, the end of the challenge. 
but I'm pretty sure that they've renegotiated that. Um, but I, and I, I don't, I, I can't speak to it now, but I, I'm, I'm sure that they're getting paid pretty decent money and it's in their best interest to stay there as long as they possibly can. No, yeah, it, they, they've upped it a lot. CT gets paid six figures just to get on a plane and go out there. Are you kidding me? I like honest to God. Yeah. I mean, I, I believe it. I believe it. Um, but hey, I mean, give me a call. You want to give me six figures? I'll go out there for six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I think people just want to see you get back on there in general. <laughs> I, I mean, like I said, I, I would do it if they called and, and the timing was right. Um, but, you know, like I told you earlier, like I just got elected to the board of directors for the EOD Warrior Foundation. Um, you know, my job at JP Morgan's going pretty well, so it would have to be, you know, it would have to be pretty compelling, um, for me to go do it. But I will say, I, I, you know, I wouldn't mind doing another one. I think it would be kind of, it'd be kind of fun just to see if I still got what it takes. <laughs> you think you could hang with, uh, some of the guys that were on this season though? I, I can't really look I know at I could. say like, I, I know I could, I mean, like, I, um, I mean, I, I just, I, I know what I've gone, I know what I've gone through in terms of the military, um, you know, and, and so I'm, I'm pretty confident that, uh, that I could hang with some of these dudes. Um, I mean, they, they like going through a special operations pipeline or any sort of like selection program, you, you gotta be mentally tough and, and physically tough. So I think uh, I think I, I think I'd be able to hang with some of these dudes. Now, I'm not an Olympic athlete, and I wasn't a D1 athlete, but I I feel like I'd be able to hold my own. <laughs> Amen. Hopefully, uh, hey, we'll see what the future holds, you know. But um, <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Now I want to ask you now about the secret vote, though, because the concept awesome, but Kyle. <laughs> didn't know that the double agents could actually see who he voted for still. And um, he actually went and told Fessy and them one thing and then did a totally opposite thing. What do you think about the secret vote element? And um, basically kind of now like the move that Kyle made, which was kind of going against what he had told Fessy and them. I love it. I think it's awesome. Um, I mean, I, I did it when I was on the show, like you, you tell people one thing and, and then you do something else. Um, I think the key here is that Fessy and Anissa haven't divulged that information to the rest of the house. So nobody else knows it and nobody else will know it unless they win a challenge. So by keeping them in power this whole time and kind of using them as a tool um, so that other people don't get blood on their hands, I think it's, it's a little short-sighted, we'll put it that way, because that that intel is eventually going to get out um, that the double agents can see who voted which way. I think that gives them a lot more power, um, as we've seen. I mean, they obviously were pissed that that dude voted against them and lied to them, um, and it backfired, you know? So now he knows, he knows that something's up because they wouldn't have thrown him in otherwise. Right. So he's got to know that they know something that he doesn't, um, which should make the game slightly, slightly more interesting. And then along with the fact that he broke up that little alliance with cam. So now he's got cam as a partner, right. Um, 
so he's kind of made himself like he's inserted himself into that whole thing so it's going to make him it's going to make it harder to get rid of him i think um and now he's at a point where he's just like i mean you saw it he gave the finger to everybody so he's gonna be playing his own game now awesome move on his end getting cam because he's got now a yeah. strong partner and now he's like like you said now even if they want to retaliate and you know go against them still and such they can't because this big brother alliance is all wrapped into this one big web now to where now he's basically in the alliance so he's not only right. got himself he's not only got himself his skull but his insurance policy in the game you know yeah Exactly. So, so good, good on him, man. He, uh, I think he made the right move, and um, I think people in the house are going to be pissed at Fessy and Anissa for not doing what they wanted them to do. And I think in the next elimination and next challenge, they may not have such an easy go of it um, because now people can't trust them to do what they said they were going to do. And I love it when that happens. I love it when all this stuff just comes crumbling down and, and the plans get all, you know, just all screwed up. It's, it's, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of fun. Um, but I will say, you know, not having watched a challenge since the one that I've been on, man, it's pretty entertaining. Um, you know, it's, it, they've done it. They've done a good job of, of keeping it like interesting and keeping you engaged. Uh-oh, folks. Did we just make Pete a fan of the challenge again? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's talk about this elimination now. I got to ask you, though, before any of uh, your, your hockey games or anything related to the military, was mustard a part of your pregame ritual? Dude, I so I never heard of mustard, but with that being said... I do know guys that used to eat like pickles and they used to drink pickle juice. Um, the only reason they would, the only reason you do that is because of like the sodium and the electrolytes and, and, um, and like the potassium because it stop it stops you from cramping up. So like, I mean, you'd eat, you know, you'd eat just as easy as eat, eat a banana, but I mean, Hey man, he, uh, <laughs> I've never seen anybody do that before. Obviously it didn't really help him. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I like this elimination. Um, I thought that um, it would have been cool to see, like, um, maybe, because they've done it in, like, the past couple seasons. Called, it's called pole wrestle. It's traditionally, like, it's like a pole. So, like, it, you know, it's, like, less, you know, more less to grab. Whereas I feel like um, in this elimination, like you could like hook your arm around the ring and such, and might be a little easier to hold on to. Yeah, I mean, I'll say the first round of that, I thought it was um, badass. That dude Kyle basically dragged that dude Joseph all the way across and just like muscled him up onto it. So I didn't see that coming. I will say, like, somebody that maybe had some, like, jiu-jitsu training or, or MMA training, like, you can drop somebody pretty quickly uh, and rip that thing out of their hands if you know what you're doing. But, again, I don't know what the rules are. Like, they have weird rules where you're, like, you're not allowed to, like, strike or punch somebody. But I feel like in the last 10 years they've gotten way more lax on that stuff because some of the stuff gets pretty violent. Um but that that was like I I'd, I'd be interested to know how long they actually wrestled for, 
because that type of physical exertion over like a long period of time, dude, it's, it's, it's hard. It's really hard. I mean, as we saw, that guy was puking afterwards. Like you don't, you don't puke like that unless you like put it all out. Yeah. And, uh, this all draws back to the point of Bessie. Like he realistically should have just stepped down there and gotten his skull. Like it, it just 100%. bothered me because he was, he, he was preaching the last, last week. He said the reason he wasn't down there was because there was no, uh, ring in the middle of the sand. And, I think it's clear as day what that that elimination was going to be. It was uh, pretty evident it was going to be a headbanger, and uh, I think it was it was an easy skull that he didn't take. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I mean, it's funny because you keep bringing up the point of people playing um, a scared game. To me, that's that's evidence of being scared. You know, like if you if you think you got what it takes, go down there and do it. And the fact that, and the fact that he specifically referenced like, oh, there's no ring down there, and then he comes to this one like, I think at the beginning of it he was like, this is janky. You're not even gonna tell us what the rules are, so I'm gonna vote someone else in. It's like, if he had gone in and won that skull, immediately that gives him like the upper hand in the house, right? Because now he's a double agent with a skull, and he's proven that he can compete. So. I think I think that might have been a misstep on his part, and it might come back to bite him in the ass. I mean, if he goes down there and gets a skull, like that's pretty much like a cakewalk for him to the final, honestly. Because people people are already kind of kissing his ass as is, and now that he he'll have his skull already, like he would pretty much have like a free walk to the end. Yeah, exactly. So, like I said, now they pissed a bunch of people off in the house. He doesn't have a skull. He's not doing what he says he's going to do. So the house might not protect him in this next elimination. But, you know, again, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So I will tell you that I will probably tune in just to see what happens. Because now you got me hooked on this. There we go. <laughs> what, what, uh, let's now rate this episode, though, because I rated it last week. I really enjoyed the premiere last week, and I actually gave it a 4.2 out of 5. The reason I gave 4.2 and not 4.5 was because I didn't think it was, like, that perfect, but, like, it was, I felt like a 3 or anything below a 4 would have been harsh for last week, so I gave it a 4.2. I'd say that I enjoyed the first episode better than the second, in my opinion, so I want to rate episode two now which was this latest one out of out of five stars what would you give it and i'll let you go first before i give mine but i just want to hear your take sure um uh, i would agree with you i think i liked the the first episode a little more um i'm partial to it just because it was like they it looked like they were trying to disarm a bomb so i kind of like i could relate to that so i thought it was kind of cool um I would rate this episode uh, this is out of five. I mean, and on based off of your scale and the rating of what you did last week, I would probably rate it at a three point seven. Yeah, right on par with mine. I'd say probably saw anywhere from like three point like three to three point you know eight. Right on par, I'd say. Yeah, I think. Yeah. 
but I'd say from the trailer to uh, next week, I think it's going to be good. It looks like it's a little bit of a physical challenge and then uh, a lot of drama that I saw, too. Like, it seems like we're going to have, like, a pretty big confrontation. CT looked to be involved. Yeah, of course, man. He, he's, he, he's, always, he's always involved in that stuff, man. I can't believe he's still doing these shows. Um, but, you know, that's his thing. I will say, from the trailer and everything – it looks like they're going to get to do some pretty cool stuff. And like, I love jumping out of planes and, and doing all that stuff. So it, it looks like they're getting to do some pretty cool ops and challenges, which, which I would love to, I mean, you're getting paid to do all this stuff. Right. And it's a good, it's, it's fun. Like you could take advantage of all of it. Um, so I, I think the episodes to come will be interesting. Although I'm not sure how you make a challenge out of skydiving. So we'll see how that, we'll see how that <laughs> one works out because I think, I do think I saw, I, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I did see that I think in one of the previews or one of the episodes. No, yeah, you're you're correct. I saw that as well. So yeah. And actually, when I, when I was doing these after shows and bringing some guests back on here, like when I saw this theme and everything, like I immediately thought of you. Like that this would be perfect for you, and I feel like you would have like a very insightful uh, opinion on like the theme and everything. Since, like, basically our entire original episode that we did kind of, like, based around, like, what you've been up to now. So, I think that the people watching this and myself would agree that seeing you on uh, this kind of theme would be, like, pretty dope. And I feel like you'd kill it. And uh, who knows, maybe, what the future holds. Maybe the people watching this, if there's any chance, maybe, to see Pete back on your screen. Let me know in the comments section what you guys think. And, uh, uh, Pete, thanks for joining me again, man. And uh, maybe we can revisit later down in the season if you're up for it. Yeah, man. No, it's a pleasure. Um, it's always great to talk with you, man. Um, I'm super happy that this has been going well for you and uh, wish you con continued success. And uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, man. And, and you've got my contact info. So reach out whenever, brother. All right. You too, man. Take care. Have a good one. All right. See ya.